sexually makes me feel a lot less lonely. And I still find myself just depressed at the state of the world. I feel depressed at the state of the world. I feel depressed at the state of the world. Depressed at the state of the world. Okay, there we go. There we are. How are you all doing? Thought I would work a little uh, this week with Metasonics. Coming up on five years, the numeral five, not 55, but five years. Without a drink, which I miss less and less by the year, which is nice because the first few years were just spent in a perpetual state of missing something, a perpetual state of missing something, a perpetual state of missing something, and now I'm gaining something, or whatever that feels like, is pretty nice. Very little to report on except for uh, it's been a, obviously, same as you, it has not been an easy year or an easy two years, but it has certainly uh, not been a difficult year or two regarding alcohol, and so that's nice. I'm starting to become more productive and happy. Still have my complaints about the world, but I'm trying to simmer them. <laughs> that's a odd odd little demon on my shoulder, you know. All right. There we go. That's pretty good. Welcome.
they had their songs for people in their 30s and their 40s. You know, compression ratios I would never do. That's okay. I mean, that's pop culture. That's just a uh, cool little radio. But nobody's reading. I don't know. I find myself a little grumpy about the world today. Yeah, a bunch of stuff. I won't even talk. I, I don't want to tell you what I'm doing. It sounds great, doesn't it? Wonderful line from a therapist. It sounds like that makes you sad. That's one thing I love about therapy is you put a lot of justification into the way you feel. And sometimes a therapist can reduce it to just, you know, three three letter sad, happy. Well, happy is more than three. Sad, happy, glad, you know. I've gotten very effective therapy in my life. I'm thankful for that. All right. There we go. That sounds pretty good. Welcome. My parents noticed that I was causing more trouble to myself just through thinking than perhaps I should have been causing trouble to myself. And so I, they got me into therapy for you. You're listening to Spoken Word with Electronics. 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 Very sensitive. I had a child therapist when I was like five or six. Very sensitive. We loved the world. And I remember I had a model. A model toy. We do. We do. We do. We do. We do. We do love the world. When I visited the child therapist, my cat is at the door crying. I'm sorry. Just figured out what I did wrong. All right, there we go. There we are. Okay. And it has been a uh, peculiar week. I tried to uh, take the week off. It would be uh, the first week that I had taken off really, since uh, the pandemic kind of started. Also, I think we're on like the two-year anniversary or the four-year anniversary, three-year. I think it's the two-year anniversary since the pandemic started. And I suppose we're approaching a kind of normalcy now, which is pretty wild. A kind of normalcy which is uh, pretty wild to see. I got really frustrated with taking my week off, though. I wanted it to be more of a proper, more of a week off than it was. And there's frustration with that. 
know, with, with me, I... I like having a job, I like having things that kind of ground me to the world, and I also sort of really dislike a lot of the world. I found that that dislike has also only been growing the older I get, which is in interesting contrast to my state of mind because I'm happier the older I get. I'm happier the older I get. But the world... I don't know what the fuck is happening with the world right now, but... Nor uh, would I fully expect anybody to really follow me on this train of thought, but... I suppose to back up, I could remember other times I sort of felt this way, and... I remember... I grew up in the 70s, and I remember the 80s being really bizarre. You know, you uh, you see it in the uh, the pop culture of the 80s, just sort of a, a real emptiness of experience. But like this abundance of neon and <laughs> excitement and thrill and sort of like this saccharine happiness that can only be defined as artificial, and it was the 80s. You know, and then we sort of emerged from it in the 90s, and so anything that kind of displayed itself as being genuine on some level was really welcome. And I don't know, I, I feel now that this current era, I mean, everything is cyclical, so while I would never want the 80s to return, it was inevitable. I uh, just find us to be in a very artificial time right now. And so things really frustrate me. I guess if I were uh, talking to a therapist, they would just say, that sounds like it makes you sad. <laughs> and it does. My wife actually said something very, very helpful because I was complaining about this and she just pointed to the TV in the room. She goes, yeah, but that's not here. And she pointed to everything I was complaining about and she just pointed at the TV. She goes, it's in there or it's there. And I really liked that. But I couldn't, I mean, couldn't at that time throw the TV out the window. Nor would that solve it. It's always going to be there. And, you know, to an extent, it's in the atmosphere. It's a transmission. Or uh, it's in the wires. <laughs> you know, it's on my computer. I work, uh, I code for a living. I've got to always have the internet on, you know. Even if I'm blocking things. But yeah, I did really enjoy that perspective, that that is in there. And here, I guess I say for myself, and I also say for anybody who's listening, it's nice that there still are very good things going on in the world right now. I think about electronics as a great example of that. If things feel hyper-real to me, it's because coming up on five years without a drink... And you might think after hearing this that, boy, you need one, don't you? And what's wonderful is you don't. 
after five years. I've never gone to an AA meeting. I went and got sober myself. And, uh, but there is a funny, very useful AA slogan or cliche, which says, uh, at five years, you get your marbles back. And at 10 years, you know what to do with them. So I'm one month away from five years and happy about getting my marbles pretty soon. That'll be fun. It's kind of sad that now I'm feeling, uh, Without the, without the pandemic as a cover, I leave the pandemic because now it's a manageable pandemic, but I leave that still, still deeply disgusted with a lot of the planet. That's it. Makes me pretty happy to have that radio. So I've been also broadcasting, uh, or shortcasting, I guess, uh, the show to a radio here in the room. I've been doing that. And all of these exercises, you might, you might wonder, you know, what's with this guy doing shit like this? This actually makes me feel a lot less lonely, to be very candid, you know. I, uh, I feel... I have great friends, I have, I have a good job, a really good life, a wonderful wife, passions, things that really interest me. I shouldn't uh, really be upset about the world, and actually it's not even the, the, the notif- Ooh, that's so cool, listen to that. One. was thinking about this during the pandemic I kind of opened my mind up to just really disliking people and I felt really justified in it I felt very justified in those feelings because I was so upset with the way people were reacting over uh, the mask mandates and vaccines and everything and it allowed me to want them to be dead, those people. And I think recovering from that has been a little tricky because what I've been noticing is once you start thinking, you know, I would like that part of our population to die, and then the emergency lifts, you know, I no longer have the pandemic as a justification for feeling that way. But I still look at those people who behave that way and will behave that way in another crisis, whatever it's going to be, and are just identified as those people, you know, and I want them dead. And that is something I have to kind of justify with myself, because if I feel that way, other people clearly do. Probably about me. <laughs> Probably about you. Hope I'm not talking to you and saying I wanted you dead. But it's something to 
be aware of. It's easier to talk about on the phone, I guess. Yeah, maybe I should just talk about this on the phone. I don't know. I'm, no, fuck it. The phone is a mask. phone is a mask. <sighs> but very happy to be alive. Thankful for that. And loving electronics. Love the electronics community. You know. One thing that's wonderful about electronics people is that they really love to make a loud scraping noise. And I don't make enough loud scraping noises on this show. But maybe uh, the people that listen to this show wouldn't mind it. Maybe I need to get through some stuff. I have no idea. That's another world that I'll happily live in. I complain about everybody broadcasting and making their own thing. By broadcasting, I mean everything, like TikTok. I mean, tooling, Facebook, liking, disliking, upvoting, downvoting, contributing your fucking idea. Oh, God, I'm so... I mean, at least when you make a show, you're making the infrastructure for the show. But there's these terrible technology people who make these fucking devices for you to upvote, downvote, like, dislike, feel like you're saying something and you're not keeping you out of democracy, really, because you feel like you're participating by upvoting, downvoting, commenting. But with those same tools, then suddenly you're just like posting some goddamn shit about your fucking shoes or finding vomit on the street and putting hashtag blessed or I could fucking care. But it frustrates me because I just sort of feel this surrounding idiocy everywhere. And it just reminds me of the worst decade I lived through, which was the 80s. And I remember thinking that anybody who could survive the 80s is pretty okay. I remember thinking Jim Jarmusch movies survived the 80s. David Lynch survived the 80s. A lot of good music survived the 80s. But we still had that fucking Will Smith bullshit. You know? So that is where I am today. A good, proper, annoyed. But a very good mood, though. I feel a lot better talking to you. I hope I haven't really affected your day. hope I haven't uh, affected your day with these thoughts. But I feel pretty good about them. Uh, thanks for listening. I feel much better. I don't know. <laughs> I uh, took off uh, therapy for the week. And I guess uh, this is a free session. Anyway... So taking a week off has been tough because I was sort of excited about it being a restorative week. And we're at Friday now. And it's been a mix of things. I've done a lot of reading. I've enjoyed a lot of napping. I've gone from a day drinking to daydreaming, I guess. I uh, also no longer drink, and so... The great opportunity that would present itself with a week off of just, you know, disappearing into it hasn't been there for me. That's been kind of strange. That has been kind of strange. 
kind of a weird week. So the uh, the older that I get and the more comfortable I become with myself and just sort of start to encounter these ideas of happiness, <laughs> everything needs to balance out, you know. Um, got a uh, coffee cup solo here for you. That's kind of an interesting sound. That's just a spoon going up against a coffee cup. Let's hear it over the phone line. That's nice. Let's add a little. <laughs> that was a uh, spoon going up against a coffee cup. Yeah, that's cool. So when you run uh, a signal through the radio transmitter, you end up getting some nice, sort of a nice, let's see. Yeah, definitely a, uh, definitely a nice feeling, definitely a cool idea there with that. I've got a ladybug radio that I really love to clacking sound you're hearing is actually the ladybug wings on this plastic radio. Kind of cracks. Every time you open the wings, the, uh, the radio kind of clicks. Oh, that's cool. Hear that? sound right there. I'll tell you that. So that <laughs> that sound every time that you're hearing click 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 that's actually just me opening up the uh, ladybug radio. It's a it's a radio shaped like a ladybug and it's got a uh, it's got little wings on it and those are the volumes. And uh, this is one of my favorite things in the world, is my ladybug. Made in uh, British design, made in Hong Kong, 1960s transistor radio. And I picked this up in a uh, thrift. I believe I picked this up in like a Goodwill or something when I was uh, 17 or 18. And I love it. it. For whatever reason, it seems to actually 
receive different radio than any other radio in the house. Like I, like I couldn't get this channel on any other radio, this channel. <laughs> That's a pretty cool station, isn't it? hear it through another radio. It's frustrating because I'm also a creative person. I make things. And maybe you make things too. And so the there's this loop that happens where you make decisions you know, about what you want to make for your own self or for an audience. And very often, this might not be you, this might not be me, maybe it's me, but very often the things that you edit out or the things that you decide make something really petty or stupid, you remove that from something you make, and then you see that thing become what everybody really loves. You know, like the pandering, overly sentimental, stupid thing become what everybody really loves you know like the pandering unrealistic person tends to win in this world <laughs> and so i've had the pandemic to sort of uh beef up on this idea of i would like uh the person who was against the vaccine to die and now i i don't really like that i would like the person who made the really terrible art that everybody loves i wouldn't be terribly sad if they died that's 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 a that's a bad thought experiment or a bad road to get into. So instead, I just sort of focus on you know again, if I were talking to a therapist right now, they would just say, "Sounds like that makes you sad." <laughs> Wonderful line from a therapist. Sounds like that makes you sad. That's one, that's one thing I love about therapy is you put a lot of justification into the way you feel. And sometimes a therapist can reduce it to just, you know, three, three letter, sad, happy. Well, happy is more than three. Sad, happy, glad, you know, stuff. I think that one thing that uh, I've gotten very effective therapy in my life, and I'm really thankful for that. My parents noticed that I was causing more trouble to myself just through thinking, then perhaps I should have been causing trouble to myself. And so I, they got me into therapy pretty early. And I had a child, uh, child therapist when I was like five or six. And I remember I had a model, a model toy in his office. And I could only work on the model toy when I visited the child therapist. But I had to visit the therapist to make the model toy. And it was like a model car. And I remember the glue. And I don't remember us ever talking about anything. So I guess he was an effective therapist in that way. You know, no medication either. Didn't have any medication as a younger person. Which is good because no telling what they would have thrown at me. No telling.
you know, a lot of humor is getting lost in the world. We're becoming this hyper serious sort of fucked up creature. And it depresses me. I don't know if it depresses you, but it bothers me.